40 days, right? Middle Easterners have this thing where when you have a baby, you don't leave the house for 40 days. And, um, you know, when we had a baby earlier in the year, people were like, oh, what? What are you doing out of the house? Like, it hasn't been 40 days yet. Um, and, but it was the same with Jesus. And especially in Jewish culture, um, you'd go to the temple on the 40th day. And this is, the, the place I'm taking us to is Jesus' baby dedication, right? He's 40, he's 40 days old. And, um, and he's brought to Jerusalem, to the temple, to be presented to the Lord. And this is an amazing scene, right? I absolutely love this scene. I'm, I'm going to play a clip um, from Jesus of Nazareth. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie, right? And this clip just brings me to tears every single time. And I was watching it one night this week, and, you know, mid-tears, and like, and then there was a knock on the door, and it was a lovely Syrian friend of ours who comes to use our fridge sometimes, and I'm like, I'm like wiping the tears because I've got to go answer the door. And then like, they're still there. And I answer the door and, and, and she just kind of barges in. She's like, oh, you're sick. Oh, the poor guy, he's sick. Look, he's got, the cold. He's got a cold. Look at... And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's a, it's a cold. That's right. <laughs> but this clip just got me. And every time I read this scripture, it gets me. Because there are those wall moments in the Bible I don't know about you, but I have these moments where I read it and I go, whoa. And I'll, I'll give you an example. When Jesus goes to the temple in Luke chapter 4, and he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim good news to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and set at liberty um, those who were oppressed. And then he says, today this scripture in your hearing is fulfilled. And I'm like, that's a wow moment. That is a wow moment. And you, if there was ever a moment that you could be a fly on the wall, it would be a moment like that. Because those wow moments, it's like someone says something and they're calling it out. They're saying, hey, everyone, I'm calling it out. I'm saying it like it is. This is what's happening right now. And it's like absolute spiritual perception of the moment, of what God is doing in that moment. And the response from people will either be confused or it'll be amazement or it'll be scratching their head. But it's like that those wall moments of absolute spiritual precision and perception and prophetic insight, and it just clears the fog and there's absolute perception. And I'm gonna take us to one of those wall moments um, right now. And it involves a man called Simeon who's sitting out the temple when Jesus is brought into the temple on his baby dedication. And we know very little about Simeon. We know he was just and devout, the Bible says. He was waiting. Actually, this is a really interesting point. He was waiting, the Bible says, for the consolation of Israel. That's what he was waiting for. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, the Bible says. And it says the Holy Spirit had showed him that he would not die before he saw the Messiah, the long-awaited Messiah that was prophesied for thousands of years, the Savior of Israel, he would, Simeon would not die before he saw him. Let's play the video.
darkness covers the earth, and dark night the nations, the Lord shall shine upon you. Come, come, come. I promise you, everything will be done the way we agreed. Don't worry. I promise. Come, come. And the Lord said to Abraham, Keep my alliance and circumcise each child born unto Israel on the eighth day of his life. Amen. This is the seal in flesh of the covenant between the Lord and his people. The child should be called his name shall be Jesus and the nations of the world shall march towards Now I can die contented, Lord. According to thy word. I am Simeon, an old man who has waited long to see his salvation. And now my eyes have seen the child who will bring the salvation thou hast prepared before all people. A light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of thy people, Israel. And a sword shall pierce your heart. Whoa moment. Whoa moment. Simeon comes into the temple and he looks at the baby, Jesus. This guy who's been waiting for the saviour of Israel. And he looks at the baby and he says, I can die in peace. I can depart in peace, Lord. And it's quite amazing what Simeon's saying in this moment. When you think about it, what Simeon is saying, he's saying, hey, for me, Christmas is enough. 
for me. He's saying, I've seen enough. This is all I needed to see. I've seen it all. Simeon's saying, when you see Christmas, you've seen it all. He says, I don't need to see any more. I can die contented knowing that God is faithful, that he's faithful to his word, that he sent his saviour. Simeon, Simeon looks at the baby Jesus and he says, I'm perfectly satisfied in the baby Jesus. It's amazing. Can we give Jesus a hand? And Simeon says, he says in Luke, in, in verse 29, he says, Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. And, you know, there's lots of meanings for salvation, but the one I thought was relevant here is salvation means to be saved, to be delivered, to be protected, to be healed, preserved, and made whole. Saved, delivered, protected, healed, preserved, and made whole. And Simeon looks at the baby Jesus and he says, I've seen it all. I've seen what you've done here. I can see in this baby that Israel saved, delivered, protected, healed, preserved, and made whole. It's amazing. And like Simeon, who's looking for salvation, we all look for salvation whether we realize it or not. Everyone is looking for salvation in something or in someone. And often we get led down the garden paths of money or relationships or family or that one thing that's gonna save us. Maybe it's a career, maybe it's a possession, maybe it's power or status or whatever. It might even be a substance, whatever it is. We're all looking for, for salvation. And Simeon, in his, in, in, through the power of the Holy Spirit, looked at the baby Jesus and says, this is it. He's the one. Salvation is found in Jesus and Jesus alone. The more we look, the more we see salvation isn't found in those things, but it is found in Jesus. And that's my experience. My experience is salvation is only found in Jesus. And Simeon's message is, and this is the message to you tonight, see Jesus tonight. See Jesus this Christmas. Beyond Beyond everything else, beyond the food, beyond the tinsel and the Christmas trees and the reindeer footprints and the shopping and, and all that stuff. Don't forget to see Jesus this Christmas. Because look at what he says in verse 30 to 31. He says, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared before the face of all peoples. What he saw, you get to see. What Simeon saw in baby Jesus, Bible says it was prepared before your face also. And it's right there right now in Jesus, in baby Jesus. Your salvation is right there before your eyes. It's right there before you. I love what Simeon says when he says, you know, I can die now. 
Because if it was someone else, they might have been thinking, oh, well, uh, this doesn't look like it. Maybe I'll have to wait another 33 years to see uh, what unfolds here because this definitely doesn't look like my salvation. Um, time will tell, you know, what this baby does. Simeon goes, nah, I believe. I believe. He knows what he's heard by the Holy Spirit. And he says, nah, I believe. I believe. I don't need to see any more. I've seen it all. And I guess when Simeon says, I've seen my salvation, I guess the word see means to perceive, to know, to understand. And yeah, he did see baby Jesus and he knew it was the fulfillment of God's word. But I reckon he saw a lot more. I reckon in that moment when he said he saw, I reckon he saw so much more in the spirit. I reckon... He saw fulfillment. That was the first thing he saw. He sees that Jesus is the fulfillment of every promise in the Scriptures. He's the fulfillment of every promise of God, that he's the promised Messiah, the Emmanuel, the God who's with us, and the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Simeon saw that. Right before his very eyes, Simeon saw the God that generations had waited to see. Simeon saw what he'd waited a lifetime to see. And Simeon sees that God is wonderful and always keeps his promises. Simeon would have been thinking, God, God might be slow, but he never forgets his promises. He might seem to be working really slow. And it might even seem he's sometimes forgetting his promises. But when his promises come true, and they will come true, they always burst the banks of what you imagine. And Simeon's saying, this has burst the banks of what I imagine. This has burst the banks of what I imagine. This is, this is fulfillment and so much more. That's what Simeon is saying. Because Simeon knew all along God's grace doesn't work on our own time frame, on a schedule we consider reasonable. And that's a message for us tonight. Hey, that God is faithful and what He's promised you will come to pass. And in a way, it already has come to pass in baby Jesus because your salvation is in Him. Simeon sees Jesus in all His beauty. Simeon sees so much more. He sees the wonderful miracles that Jesus will do. He sees that Jesus will heal the blind, the lame, the sick and the lepers. Simeon sees that Jesus will raise the dead. Simeon hears the wonderful news that Jesus will be bringing. Good news of God's love, God's forgiveness to the poor, to the prisoners, to the outcasts. Simeon sees all this. He sees the love that Jesus will show to people like Zacchaeus, to Mary, to Martha, to Lazarus, a Roman centurion, prostitutes, a woman caught in adultery, the woman at the well. And to you and to me, Simeon sees it all. But he doesn't just see that, he sees more. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Simeon turns to Mary and says, a sword will pierce your soul. And actually, he, in that clip, he doesn't say the full scripture. What he says is this. 
This is verse 33. And Joseph and and his mother marveled at these things that were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and he said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Simeon saw, filled with the Holy Spirit, Simeon saw the cross and the grave and the resurrection and the first Easter. Simeon sees the suffering servant who would die for our sins, who would die in our place as anticipated by all the prophets. He sees in the baby Jesus that one day he would be despised, he would be rejected by men, he'd be a man of sorrows, familiar with grief, as Chris was saying, familiar with our experience. As it had been told by Isaiah in the scriptures prior to that, Simeon sees that some people will just hate him, disregard him, despise him, because he'll shine a light on their hearts. He'll reveal the truth of what's going on in the human condition. And that can often be an uncomfortable place and lead a lot of people to say, well, back off, Jesus. I kind of like it dark around here. But I love Jesus. He is the light of the world. And light is greater than darkness. Light is always greater than darkness. And as John says in his gospel, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can't comprehend it. And no matter what's going on in in our hearts, those dark places, Jesus' light shines through. And often the darkness doesn't comprehend it. But can I tell you, light is always greater than darkness and Jesus is the light of the world. Can we show him some praise right now? He's so worthy. Light is always greater than darkness. When I walk into a room I've, and it's too bright. I've never heard someone say, hey, can you turn the darkness up? They always say, hey, turn the light up or turn the light down because light is almost always so much more powerful than darkness. He is the light of the world. In Luke chapter 2, verse 31, Simeon says that Jesus is the salvation which you've prepared in the sight of all people. Simeon sees that the baby Jesus isn't just his saviour. It's not just for Simeon. Because Simeon was waiting for the consolation of Israel, his nation. And he, was, he wasn't sitting on those steps thinking, oh, this is just for me. <laughs> uh, you know, I hope this, this, this salvation, it's, it's personal to me. That's what I'm waiting for, my own salvation. Sure, he was, and we should all be, but he was waiting for the salvation of Israel. And you know what I love? He got so much more than he bargained for because he's just waiting for the consolation of Israel. One nation on the whole planet, he's waiting for the consolation, the salvation of that one nation. And then 
Simeon says this, almost like he didn't even realize that what he was waiting for was so much greater. He says, he's a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles. Not just to Israel. I've been waiting for the consolation of Israel, but the Holy Spirit's just showed me it's, it's not just for Israel. It's for everyone. It's for Jew and non-Jew. It's for everyone. What Simeon may have been waiting for just the consolation of Israel, but when he sees Jesus, he sees so much more. He sees who Jesus really is, the light of the world, a revelation, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles, a light to bring revelation to you and to me. And I can almost promise you that if you invite that light into your situation, into your circumstance, into that question, He will bring the light of His revelation because that's who He is. In Him, there is no darkness. He is the light of the world. And I think where there is a heart surrendered, I know where there is a heart surrendered, His light comes in to shine a light. Love, grace, mercy, everything. That's our God. He's amazing. He's incredible. Simeon sees more. He sees a world very similar to ours, a world full of war and terror, death, poverty, where children die, people are killed. Simeon saw a desperate, desperate with hurt and pain. He sees the terrible human tragedies that come from violence, illness, earthquakes, volcanoes, tsunamis, hurricanes, whatever it might be. He sees all that too. But he sees the answer. He sees his salvation. He sees Jesus. And he doesn't just see, he believes. He believes what he's seen. He believes what the Holy Spirit has illuminated to him. He says, he's ready to meet God. He's ready to meet his maker. He can die in peace. It's because he not only sees those things, but he believes them. From the depths of his heart, Simeon believes Jesus is the saviour of the world. And that was the God-appointed time where he showed up to change the world. And he has, he has, he has transformed the world forevermore. That is Jesus, the Messiah. He's the Son of God. And I love Simeon because in that moment, he said, he shows us what it's like to have dauntless courage. Simeon can... Simeon, in that moment, looked at death and said, come at me. I'm not afraid to die right now. Simeon's not afraid of anything because he's seen his salvation. And friend, I want to 
ask you tonight, is there anything you're afraid of? Is there anything you're daunted by? Because Jesus came into this world to give you His salvation. And it's a gift and it's just presented to you. It's offered to you. We often think we've got to work for it or we've got to earn it. He says, no, I give it to you. Receive this gift. And I, you know what, just on that point, you know what Simeon's name means? It's actually quite amazing. His name means God receiver. He's a receiver of God. He just receives it. He doesn't try and work, work for it or earn it. He just receives God. Friend, you can receive Him tonight. Why don't you bow your head and close your eyes in this moment? I just want to put that call out tonight. Oh, friend, that, that assurance that Simeon had that first Christmas where he could look at any circumstance and says, hey, I'm, I'm content, I'm satisfied. Don't you wish you could have that security, that dauntless courage in the face of anything? And that's what is offered at Christmas. That's what is offered in Jesus. Salvation, saved, healed, protected, preserved, made whole. And it's just to be received.